I like the background, by the way. <laughs> Good morning. This is Karen with NewClevelandRadio.net, and it is time for those thoughts, theories, and queries. And Steve, I have to tell you, um, I've been finding as I'm writing my blogs that I realize a lot of us who are blog writers, we come up with theories based on something we've experienced. And so I really am glad that you do this because it's making some of us sit back and go, you know what, I have some thoughts. I wanna share those thoughts. And you don't have to agree with me, but you know what? Um, I saw freedom of speech, so let's use it. And right, today, right, right. It's, uh, it's um, you know, they just, the thoughts just come into your head. I mean, for everybody, everybody's the same way. You know, it's just, it's just when you write them down, um, it, uh, it just, it, it solidifies it in your own head, and you're thinking, you're like, what? Well, that, that's, you know, that's something worth saying. It's something worth putting out there. You know, I mean, otherwise they just come and they go, and you move on, and you maybe you forget about it, maybe you remember them, but. Um, I mean, that's how all this started, you know, just writing it down once once you think of them. So, yeah. I love yeah. it. So Good today stuff. we're going to talk about striking while the iron is hot. And that's a phrase I've heard my whole life. So <laughs> tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, that's an old, uh, older phrase, you know, um, strike while the iron is hot. You don't hear it too much anymore. But um, this is theory number 53. It's, it's a newer one, one of my newer ones. And... Um, it's uh, it's basically um, about uh, a couple of theories that never came to pass. Um, every now and then you, you you have ideas and like like we just talked about, you know, you you fail to write them down right away. You go back to them and then something happens. And um, these are a couple of uh, examples of, of of just that when, okay. when I didn't strike with the iron was hot and and uh, <laughs> we'll see what happens. Okay. All right, here we go. This is uh, theory number fifty three strike while the iron is hot this theory started out to be something completely different than what it ended up being so short story long let me explain last friday i'm driving home from work listening to this talk radio show they were making comments about a young woman on tiktok who was explaining that the reason she couldn't show up for work on time was because of something called time blindness she continued to say that this was a very serious illness and that employers should take into consideration those who suffer from this affliction. Then she went on, blah, blah, blah. It's not my fault. I can't help myself. Everybody should accommodate me, blah, blah, blah. I almost slammed into the guy ahead of me, partly from laughing, partly from rage. But I realized right then and there that this was definitely my next theory. So the weekend goes by and I eventually gather my thoughts, jot down some notes, and then look up the actual post of this person just to get my quotes straight. Unfortunately, what I find is myriad opinions about her and her time blindness crapola. Something like uh, every phone has an alarm clock or just leave a few minutes earlier if there's traffic, et cetera, et cetera. Now, let, let me just say this. In all of my 50 plus theories that I've written, I've never taken anyone else's work without crediting them. My ideas are my own. Even if someone somewhere had at one point opined the same thing. But in this case, the more I investigated the topic, the more opinions I heard, and the more they somewhat mirrored my own, and pretty soon I couldn't tell mine from theirs. Before long, I realized it just wasn't going to happen. A day or so later, 
I come across a podcast featuring noted physicist Neil Tyson DeGraw, and he was talking about kids in high school and college who complain about having to learn math and science when they're never going to use it in real life, as if they have any clue what real life is. I instantly thought to myself, I can't believe this is happening again. A couple of years ago, I started writing a theory about exactly this, but never finished it. The man went on to say that you're actually not in school to learn math or physics per se. You're in school to train your brain to problem solve. uh, Solving math problems forces your brain to work in a certain way to come up with the answer. The same with history with respect to memorization and science in terms of picturing the problem you're trying to solve. Almost word for word, the things I brought up a few years back. The only difference was he didn't use a tagline, a certain tagline I came up with to sum, to sum up the topic. You're not in school to learn different subjects. You're there to learn how to learn. But the bottom line was that someone beat me to the punch again. Therefore, sadly, you won't hear my take on time blindness, and it was a good one, or while we go to school. Instead, this one's about inspiration and the importance of acting on it quickly. Strike while the iron is hot is an old expression that means just that. When inspiration comes, try to act on it as soon as possible. Everybody procrastinates from time to time. And obviously, you can't stop the world and act on every impulse you get. But for me, especially since part of what makes me happy are these theories that I write and chat about, it's important enough to put a little more effort into getting them written in a more timely manner. Social media has sped up the world. Information, communication, data are all processed and transferred very quickly. But conversely, when something hot comes into your existence, to be able to strike sometimes means you have to slow things down in order to process it, act on it, or at least get it down on paper. Don't delay. Put that idea out into the universe, lest the TikTokers and physicists of the world beat you to it. I love it. You are so right. Because how many times have we said, you know, I could have invented that food, that toy, that idea, um, but I didn't think it was worthy. And now somebody else has done it. Um, I hear my husband saying it all the time. And he is a procrastinator and he knows it. Um, But I want to go back to that comment about time blindness because I do believe to some degree there is some some reality behind that um my husband because of his the job he has uh he has to get up at 4 30 every morning so of course I get up and he doesn't he's not a clock watcher other than to wake him up how he stays on time he puts the tv on a certain channel and he knows this show plays from 4 30 to 5 this plays from 5 to 5 so that he knows when he has to be in the shower when he has to be dressed by when he has to be downstairs by to eat breakfast and when he has to walk out the door i'm a clock watcher yeah yeah me too me too and so when I'll say to him, and this morning was one was an example, um, he works out of three different plants. The one he was working out of today is the furthest. So he needed to leave earlier. And um, I just said to him, 
you you know what time it is and he goes yeah i watched too much of that last program i was supposed to leave when it first started and i just like looked at him it's like how do you get through your day at work now that's easy for him because he's not looking at a clock he just goes and does his work the only thing he knows is at eight o'clock in the morning, he has a conference call and at five o'clock, he has a conference call. So he said the rest of the day goes by just like that. Wow. Wow. He just kind of works until the work is done. And when the work is done, then I must be, I must be done. Or the yeah, day must be over. Exactly. Wow. You know, wow. and I remember when I was working outside the house, I knew well, it's nine o'clock and I have this appointment and 10 o'clock I have this appointment. And so my day sometimes felt very slow because I kept looking at those time frames. So she may have something behind it. Then again, she just may be out there just having fun talking about it. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, the first, of course, the first thing that came into my mind was, okay, another another millennial that that wants the world to conform to her. Right. Um, I had never heard that concept before. And, and I, I, you know, I had some thoughts about that concept itself, but it's just initially her I didn't like. And the, <laughs> and, and the fact that she wanted, like, again, the world to, to, to bend for her. Yeah. or whatever. Right. Um, so, but again, I, I never really got to get into, you know, the theory and, and expand on it and talk about different examples of it. So it never fully formed in my head, you know, before I had just kind of gave it up. But uh, but I, I think this is why you and I, you know, get along so well in these chats because I'm the same way with time. I mean, I'm the same way. I if, if my wife asks me what time it is, I'm always going to know. You know, I, I never carry a watch, um, but I always know what time it is. I just it's just one of those things that that I'm good at or I remember and and you know I don't sit there staring at it. It's not a conscious thing, but um, but I'm good with time. I mean, I am late sometimes, but. It's not because I lost track of it. It's just, you know, I slept in or, you know, I was just doing something else. But um, but she is much like your husband, um, where uh, time is not, it's, it's, it's not like it's not a big deal or it's not like she doesn't care about being late or whatever. But um, the, the concept isn't as, as clear as it is like for me. Right. And, um, you know, that that's just the way it is. That's just the way it is. You can't force it. You can't, you can't. Um, you know, train somebody to to change how the, how the, how the, the, right. their mind works. Um, so you just kind of you know you live with it and you kind of you work together and you figure out you know you know how to get along without exactly you know, freaking out all the time. You know why are you know why come you're not ready? But um, yeah, yeah, it's 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 funny how 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 people have different different ways of, of dealing with time and. Um, you know, some people are always on time. I mean, I've been a, a, ban- a manager for for decades, and uh, I'm I'm early to where I've where I have to be, and I always start my day with the meeting. You know, most of the jobs I've had, you start the day with the meeting, and the people that are always on time every single day, year after year, they're there five minutes early, ten minutes early. They're on. They're never ever late, and there are people that once a week just cannot hit that timeline. You know, it's it's, it's the same time every day. And you're coming from here, you're coming from there, you know, whatever. But they they cannot do it. They just can't do it. And that's one of the things that my son's noticed in himself. So when he was living at home um, and working downtown, 
basically had the same type of drive that he has in, in Texas, although there's more traffic in Texas. Um, but he was always at work early and he wasn't a clock watcher. So if he was supposed to leave at five and he left at 5.30, he just left at 5.30. Um, but since he's been in Texas, he has not been able to figure out his drive time. And when mm -hmm. I finally, we were talking over the weekend, I said, I finally figured it out. You don't like where you're living. You realize that you moved too far from your office. Um, there is more traffic going in the direction that you're going in. And you know you're going to move. So you've made this as things will change when I move. Mm -hmm. And for him, I think they will, because that's his, how his brain thinks. And he's made it known to them at work. And it, they're flexible. You know, the fact that he doesn't really take a lunch hour, the fact that he's not walking out the door, you know, five minutes before he's supposed to. Um, but I think that's a millennial way of thinking. It's when I get there, I'll get there. And yes, I'll do my work. But, you know, don't hold me to all these restrictions. Yeah. And I think that plays into the educational part is that tell me why I have to learn this math. How am I going to use calculus um, in the future? And maybe we have to teach it differently. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's such an important, I mean, a couple of things about, about school. One of my theories, um, math is hard. One of my favorite, one of my favorite theories that I've ever written. Um, and I felt that because it was, it was so important to put that point across to people, to, to people in high school and junior high uh, that, that are struggling with not just math, but a lot of things in their head. That one of the things they're struggling with is, is the concept of, of you know, why am I doing this? Why am I learning this? It, it's hard. And they're telling me it's easy and I'm not going to use it. And they've already, they've already convinced themselves right. that, you know, they're not going to, it's not going to happen. So I, I really would love my, my math theory to, to be put out there to everybody to, to tell them, Hey, it is hard. Okay. It is hard. It's not just you. It's hard. And, and this is the other, this is the other one that, that I would, and maybe someday I will, maybe someday I'll expand it, but he kind of beat me to it. But the, the idea is the same. You know, it's it's an answer to that age old question. Why am I why am I doing this if I'm going to be a cook or, you know, <clears throat> a chauffeur? You know, there's no reason for me to sit here. But it, it's so important to, to, to learn how to problem solve because that you do your entire life. I don't care what job you have, getting up in the morning, putting your clothes on, figuring out the time to go from here to here. Um, just anything and everything you're, you're constantly problem solving and and i guess the younger mind can't fathom that that's what they and they do that too they do it too you know as you do it as a kid you do it as a teenager you do it in, in your 20 i mean you you do it your whole life right um and and some people do it well some don't but that's what they teach you in school you know you every different subject is a is a different way that your mind has to, to look at it right history is is memorization history is you know, I have to learn this, but I have to remember it for a test. So how do I do that? What are the tools I use to, to spit back that exact information, these dates and these people, and what happened in, in that time frame? 
Um, math is completely different. You know, the, the way that you solve the problem and, and you're staring at it and you're wondering, what the hell do I do next? You know, but your brain is, 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 is working like a muscle trying to figure this out, right? And then you either do or you don't, but in the process, the process it's using to figure this out is, is very specific, right? Physics, it's, it's a little more visual. You know, you're like, okay, done. I mean, think of those two trains going, you know, at each other from right. two different, when are they going to meet? You know, I mean, you're, you're visualizing it. You're, you're looking at it in your head, you know? And that's another thing that you, you train your mind to do to problem solve. And, and that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. Um, I'm afraid, though, if you, if you really tell people that, then they'll go, well, I'm not going to take any tests. I'll just, you know, sit in class, learn how to problem solve, and then that should be enough. But, you know, but, I, um, do, I do believe that in teaching these things, I remember when I was taking geometry, I kept saying the same thing. Well, how am I ever going to use this? And I finally had a math teacher who said to me, what do you want to do? in your life. And I really didn't have any idea. And she said, okay, let's go back to another question. Do you ever think you're going to own a home someday? I said, well, I'd like to. She said, what if you need new carpeting? Do you need to know what the size of your room is, your floor is? Do you need to know if it's a rectangle, a triangle, what?" And I've looked at her and I said, well, aren't all rooms square rectangles? And she goes, maybe, maybe not. And as she kept saying those things to me, it was like, I guess there's a reason I have to learn this. And I have said my whole life, if you're going to teach me something, show me at least one way that I'm going to use it because now I'm going to grasp onto it. But if you just say, oh, you're gonna use this sometime in your life. Like, what does that mean? Right, right, that, that would be nice. That would be nice if they could do that. I mean, you, 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 go, to, you go to the grocery store, you go to a, a, a department store, something's on sale 25% off, okay? You're figuring out 25% of 7.99, you know, that takes a little bit of math. Okay, just even just a little bit, you know, you learned that in school, you know, they, they tried anyway to teach you that and how to do that calculation. And you do it all the time. You do it every couple of days. Right. So, yeah, you're right. Everything. There's so many things out there that are that are either math or history or science or whatever related that that you kind of practiced on back in the day. Right. In school. Exactly. And uh, and that's all that, you know, give the teachers a break. That's what they're really trying to do, prepare you for life. And it isn't that they want you to memorize all the presidents because someday someone's going to ask you, okay, what are the presidents? And yeah, there you are, you're going to be ready. You know, that's not what it's about, you know. It, it's about that process and, and how you all, and it would be nice. I had one class in, in high school and it was a new class and they had just started it and they were kind of testing it out. And it was, um, it was practical things you need to know once you get out of here, one of them was balancing a checkbook, right? So everybody got a fake right. checkbook and we learned how to balance a checkbook and it was amazing. And it was like, well, this is whatever you add, you subtract, no big deal. But, uh, but it's something you never think when you're in your high school that you're going to use. I mean, today it's, it's kind of, you know, nobody uses checks anymore, but back in the day, that's all you did was use checks, right? So uh, typing same way, you know, nobody, I mean, you, they use a keyboard, so it's kind of the same. But, uh, but it was the same thing, typing, you know, you, you know, 
why am I doing this? You know, well, you know, you may you may end up using it, but as some practical, it would be nice if there were a few more practical things that they got taught in schools. But um, yeah, you, you you end up using that stuff and you don't even know it. You don't even know that you are. And and unfortunately, you don't give credit to the teachers that taught you that. You just kind of, oh, I need a carpet. Okay, I guess it's that times that. That's the area. Or I got to do this and that. You know, and, and you know they taught you that, right? I mean, they, they showed you that back in the day. You know, they did deserve a little credit, but um, well, yeah, they don't. They just don't get it. <laughs> you know, and I give credit to um, one of my speech teachers. Uh, I decided early on in high school, I wanted to do something with communications, had no idea what it was. And I remember sitting down with um, this teacher and he said, I'd like you to be in debate class. And I said, why? And he goes, because you sit in class and you clench because you have something to say. He said, but I don't want you just to say it. I want you to know why you're saying it and i thought it doesn't make any sense and so i went on the debate team and i learned that number one you have to do your research because i could sit there and spout numbers but if i couldn't back it up i was going to lose but i remember the first um time i was in a competition our team really was much better. We were more prepared. We had the answers and we lost. And I went back to the teacher and I said, okay, I'm going to quit. This isn't fair. Look at all the things that we did. And I wasn't just talking about me. I was talking about my partners as well. And he said, you learn the best lesson in life. Life is not fair, but did you do the right thing? And it was like, yeah, he said, then keep doing it because somebody else is going to see that and they're going to start doing the right thing. And it was like the best lesson any teacher could ever show me. You could have told me, but, you know, I wouldn't have understood. And right. so uh, we went on to win a couple of debates. And on some of those, I even said, we shouldn't have won. They were better prepared than we were. Okay. So, yeah, there you so. go. That's absolutely right. It's up, and, and he could have told you that in the beginning, and you wouldn't have got it. And you you would you would have been like, I don't understand. But I mean, get, having gone through it and then having it have explained it to you, you know exactly what he meant, exactly what he was talking about, right? And and then the fact that you won some that you shouldn't have won. I mean, it's exactly that's that's life, right? Sometimes the 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 person that deserves it gets it sometimes they don't you know that's just how it is sometimes it's you sometimes it's somebody else you know and it's that's it's you see that all the time right you know, and, 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 we have, just, and we have to learn to keep going forward yeah you know, right you can't let that so-called failure stop you you have to figure out okay what can i do differently and right. um that's what i love about the theories because again whether we agree or not, it opens up a conversation for us to use our brain and to use the things that we've learned throughout our life. Right, right. And, you know, and it does help to strike while the iron's hot. You know? Absolutely, it does. 
Well, we're going to do this again next month. Um, this theory will be up on the website today. Um, I'm just about a week behind in posting everything on the website, but uh, happens. Happens to our listeners. Uh, it it will be up, and uh, you'll surprise us with something new next month. Yes, I will. Yes, I will. Maybe something old. You never um, know. Never know. <laughs> Have a great day. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.